Welcome to the Creation Grounds Podcast, where we break down the success, habits, and the life of people in creative fields, discover how they've gotten to where they are, what they aspire to be, and how you can live your dreams too. Let's get to the show. So glad to welcome our guest, Pedro de Leon, to this episode of the Creation Grounds. Pedro, what's up, man? What's up, brother? How you doing? We're just going to dive right in um, and ask you a little bit about your story and cool. when and why you moved from Puerto Rico to mainland U.S. and New York. Uh, yeah, so um, that was about, it's going to be four years in January. Um, four years ago, I was uh, in my last semester of college, and uh, I, I majored in English, and my department had a film studies uh, minor. And I took all my electives there, and one of the classes, the final project was to shoot a movie for those guys interested in, you know, um, doing grad school and directing or something like that. So they needed actors, and um, that wasn't in my plans. I was actually going to um, law school at the time, and um, in the span of maybe two weeks, I appeared in one of my friend's movies, and... I also was doing an early acceptance, like, um, summer camp or something like that before you actually start law school. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that thing, uh, we did a mock trial. And I don't know if it was because I was shooting my friend's movie and, and I got really into <laughs> what we were doing at the, at, at the court. Because uh, it was it, it had everything. It had a jury and it had, you know, the defense attorneys and... Um, the prosecution and everything like that. So they gave us a real case to, to mock it. And I did my closing statement, and I didn't bring my papers with me because I read it all so many times I knew it by heart. So I just put on a performance without actually knowing what I was doing. And uh, at the end of it, everybody stood up and started clapping like if it was like uh, some sort of theater. And uh, after we finished the, the moderator for for the camp asked me if I did acting on the side of the if I'd ever acted before and I told him no he said well you should really consider <laughs> so uh, I had a few beers with my close friends uh, short days after that and I, I told them about it and they're like yeah <laughs> we don't know what you're going to law school for you, wow yeah so that that was like the, the first um, you know that that first uh, taste of, of what it could be when you got the bug. So yeah. uh, I'm curious. So I know Puerto Rico. There's English speakers, um, but is English your first language, or were you did you go study English and film because you wanted to learn English? Yeah, it's not. Uh, uh, Spanish is the main language. Uh, most mm -hmm. people speak both. Uh, they're not mm -hmm. super fluent. Like my mom and family, close family members are not like super fluent in English, but you do dabble with both because it's most like a melting pot of the two worlds. But I did English because I figured if I wanted to go to law school, uh, first I wanted to be really well read and well, well spoken. And uh, it's it, I had a better chance of being employed after I finished if, if I dominated the language that well because we have two courts in Puerto Rico. We have uh, the national course, which is in Spanish, and then we have uh, 
the federal courts. That's uh, everything federal uh, as far as the U.S. is concerned. So that my plan was to try to get employed by by the federal court. Got it. Yeah. And what are you what are you most proud about about your roots and your heritage as far as Puerto Rico is concerned? Well. <laughs> I just got back yesterday from ten crazy days in that island, and every time I go back, I, I that sounds like that sounds like a story. <laughs> that sounds like some stories right there, man. Dude, man, it's just uh, we we as Puerto Ricans, we we find any excuse to party and drink, and Christmas time is like our Olympics. Okay. It's, uh, <laughs> it's so you're a bit hungover yeah, right now. You're. It's intense. No, no, no. The hungover. The, I wouldn't say a hungover, but I would definitely say a little, uh, uh, you know, worn Hard out. out. Well, yeah, worn gotcha. out. I'm, I'm, I feel at home here in New York again. Like I, I was telling my wife, like I, I love coming home, but I'm ready to go home. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I think uh, to answer your question, uh, what I feel most proud and 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 happy about what I am and where I come from is just the warmth. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's something. Uh, it's a quality you can't really teach. It's something you're born with. We 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 take everyone in as our own, you know. And and uh, we have. I think we have a very easy mentality of just being accessible. And I think for acting, it helps me a lot because when you're in a scene with someone, you need to feel comfortable, and when you you want to make them comfortable with you so that openness definitely comes from from my roots for sure and you uh you write as well as act so does that also uh, help you does that complement uh, well, i dabble in writing right now you know that i don't actually pursue anything with my writing i do it more as a therapy than anything else because imagine if you're just auditioning out there you're not getting yeah. anything uh, you need something to keep you alive and keep you alive creatively. And I think writing is, is more of that than anything else. It's just a therapy of getting, keeping my imagination flowing, you know. That's that's interesting. Yeah, I, I could talk to you about that for a while, actually, because I think it's important for, because as an actor, I mean, if you're just sitting there waiting for a job, not doing anything else, then your creativity diminishes, then you're not living a full human experience. So I definitely agree with you on that. Um, different people find different ways. Um, so for you, it's writing. That's really cool. Um, I've actually read some of your stuff before, and it's pretty dope. So, um, yeah, thanks, thanks, man. People that want to employ actors, they want to employ people who are creative, and they're, they love what they're doing. So when you fall into that trap of needing to have something and and not really enjoying what you're doing you're it's it's a miserable thing i I think my first three years in new york i fell into it and now writing and and sharing my my writing it's it's slowly taken me out of it for for the better yeah yeah man so do you write roles that you want to play or what kind of roles are you drawn to is there anything being written now that you particularly like any shows either theater tv well, film uh, yeah uh, writing wise i'm i'm drawn i'm drawn to uh actually strong female leads it's my like forte is what i actually enjoy watching in, in uh, movies and tv shows and why I, what i actually enjoy writing i think uh I, I, I might be some kind of a feminist writer <laughs> at some okay. at some sorts, uh, but I, it's just super interesting to me to and be 
because of just how we live it. I, it's super interesting for me to to see women in power, and, and I'm super interested about that. Uh, as far as the roles I go for, well, I go for anything. <laughs> um, okay. I'm in a point of my you're career that yeah, I'm in a point of my <laughs> career that you throw. Uh, 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 a chicken suit at me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, so you're adventurous. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for anything right now, definitely. In the future, I hope I can, you know, I, I can definitely uh, see myself doing roles that I can relate to, because um, I think you, good actors in, in a professional level that can choose their roles, do it so with with something they can, they think they have something to offer, and that comes from a place of familiarity so okay yeah so um speaking of like writing as therapy or just just on a very human level have you ever personally felt lonely or like an outsider especially coming yeah 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 all the time Uh, especially as as soon as i came here i uh i i went to the uh conservatory um route so i didn't knew anyone and Nobody knew me though. I, I was going to school with kids from places like Wyoming and Minnesota who never met a Puerto Rican before. And, um, it, yeah, it was, it was, just, it was a cultural shock, um, especially because of the way I'm, I'm, I'm used to being with, even with strangers, that openness, that, uh, curiosity and, and all of that that brings into my personality. Uh, not everyone is as accepting of, of it as as other people are. Uh, For sure. So, so yeah, I had I had lonely times, but you know, in, in those cases, I always reminded myself, uh, you know, you you can't help but be yourself in every situation and just hope for the best. Okay, and how do you define being an outsider or? What's your process for finding your place in the world? Because you've come from Puerto Rico, you come to mainland U.S., and you're hanging out with Wyoming people—people people that might not necessarily, <laughs> under you know, understand who you are or or your culture. So, how do you define being an outsider, and what's your process for finding your place I, in the world? I think my my, my defense mechanism is always be integration. I, I try to integrate. Um, everybody into who I am and uh, if it's for the best then good if they don't like it then I uh, can't do much about that uh, you know I got married three years ago with someone I met in that school and uh, if difference comes to mind she is European and from Poland and there's nothing mm-hmm. more different than uh, Poland to Puerto Rico but we met at work <laughs> Because right. of that integration, of, of that um, exposure. She was like, this is where I like come this. from, and this is why we're happy. <laughs> she was like, this Puerto Rican, he parties so hard. I like so, it. <laughs> People, <laughs> I'm, just no, I'm just kidding with you. <laughs> it's like, it's not just the party. It's just we're, we're loud. Yeah, you, we, we, we fry it on all our food. We have salsa going at 7 a.m. Right, right. You know, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's different. It's a different. Um, I, I, it probably has something to do with the heat. Puerto Rico is just right. so hot. <laughs> right, right, you, right. You know, you you get you get going from really early in the morning, and it doesn't go away until you go to sleep. So maybe it's something with the heat. Did you guys kind of gel on the connection of both being from foreign places? Is that how you mm-hmm. guys kind of connected? Okay. 
Definitely. It was a melting pot and uh we couldn't be happier about it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. she's been to my to my home, I've been to her home and uh I'm I'm I've always been culturally curious. So it, it it's a dream come true that you actually fall in love with someone so different from you. And for an actor it just enriches you with a with a non ending amount of, of material. <laughs> I could yeah. write books. I could write books and books on, on how a Puerto Rican married a Pole. <laughs> okay, that's it's definitely interesting. It's, you know, so that's definitely you kind of stand out in that way as a couple. I mean, so yeah. would you would you rather definitely. fit in or stand out? I uh, I would definitely stand out, um, especially when I went to Poland. Um, and uh, they saw us walking them down the street. It's it's not. It's it's not something frowned upon, but it's definitely not something uh, people are used to, especially you know a, 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 a tanned guy uh, wearing uh, beach attire in, in the streets of Poland. It looked like something that came out of Cool Runnings. So uh, uh, it was it was people were definitely curious. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like I said, uh, that's the beauty of our relationship. We're so come from completely different world worlds and for you as an individual would you would you personally rather fit in or stand out and what's the difference between those two for you well i think like anyone else we all want to fit in at some level we we want some uh acceptance uh with everyone we encounter but i think inevitably uh and not just because it's my case. I think everyone's case is to stand out because we're all individuals, and mm-hmm. you can't find anyone that's the exact same copy of you in the world, as hard as you look. So I think there's definitely a yearning for acceptance, as humans are, but there's an inevitability to to stand out. Okay, and yeah. um, I mean you've you've been been doing pretty well and um so far as far as acting goes so tell us about the story behind your latest booking on shades of blue uh dude i i, I really i i swore to god i i called my manager and i said like i blew it i i thought i blew the audition because uh the guy was giving me instructions and following it it, it didn't feel, feel like um uh, there was any animosity and then she called me the next day and she's like well you booked it um i was really surprised because uh, i thought i'd done awful uh it was definitely a great experience it's it's, it's my first big set that i've ever worked on um having around 40 50 people behind the camera uh it's you know it, it was not natural for me having your own trailer having you know people pampering you around for a day you know, the worst thing about it was that the next day I was bartending at my job. Well, if I could do this like four or five times a week, maybe I can live with it. You know, I'll be okay with that. But it was mm-hmm. definitely cool. You know, it, it definitely opened uh, my eyes to this can definitely happen on a regular basis someday. And I left that sad. A small, like my part was super small. It was like three lines in one scene. But I left that day thinking, I, you know, this is possible. You know, if if, if I keep, if if I keep bidding in this rock, it will definitely crack one day. 
So sure. I just left hungry and, and more hungry than I'd ever been to keep hustling and bustling around the city. Um, what was your experience like actually being on the show? Because you've worked with, I think you worked with one of the series regulars, right? Oh, yeah. I worked with two or, of them. I worked with, uh, my scene was with uh, Vincent Loresca and De- Dayo or Dayo Okani. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were super cool guys. Like, uh, we joked around uh, while, while we were being mic'd and in between takes. Uh, we would talk about boxing. We, we had a, or a dispute about who would win Conor McGregor or Mayweather, you know, just guy stuff. We were just hanging out. They were really generous. Even when the camera wasn't actually pointing at them, they kept doing the scene like, you know, like generous actors are supposed to do. And. Mm-hmm. and after we wrapped up part of ways they shook my hand thanked me and told me i did a good job you know it was everything i expected from from gentlemen in the business uh so it it, it left a really good taste in my mouth that's great man yeah. how do you how do you reward yourself after success like that uh, uh like i told you um I just got really hungry. <laughs> okay. I I just yeah. I just uh, if if the acting bug had bit me, uh, now it bit me harder, or or a bigger bug bit me. It's like uh, I I didn't want to reward myself because I didn't actually feel that I accomplished anything, and okay. and and uh, the complete opposite actually. I I thought that um now it's the time to really use this momentum and and get something else it's like a game for me uh it's like fishing you you throw your rod and sometimes they bite and you catch something and sometimes you just keep to need to keep you know throwing your rod so it just it just motivated me i respect that man so um you spoke a little bit about loneliness before, and there might be some people that have come from a foreign place, whether it be uh, Puerto Rico or somewhere that is not familiar to them. What would you say to anybody feeling lonely or like they don't fit in anywhere or they don't have any place in the world? What would you say to encourage them to keep going or how to deal with their loneliness if they are feeling lonely? Well, or mm-hmm. on, on a personal level, I think uh... – I think loneliness is overrated, actually. And for the work of, of a writer or an actor, uh, being alone provides you with the space to think and the space to create. Um, I don't know if it's because, you know, me personally, I prefer it that way. Uh, other people just need, you know, have this uh, need of being surrounded by people all the time. I definitely enjoy my, my loneliness. It's the time that I can actually... Um, immerse myself in any brainstorms or anything I'm coming up with in my mind or anything I'm working on. Uh, but if the case is that you do need to be surrounded by people, then do it. You know, find a place, find a class. Uh, you know, being friendly is it's not something that is, is really hard to do. And people reward uh, friendships. Uh, in any any kind of uh, environment, um, in my personal experience, people reward friendship. What I mean is, uh, if you're nice, something great is going to come out of it. So you always have to be nice, regardless okay. of what you're going with. You know? So, for somebody who kind of on, a, on a, just a cultural cultural level, where they don't kind of 
feel like they fit in or they probably don't speak the language. What would you say to encourage them to keep going or, or to not give up? Oh, that's the great thing about New York. It's, uh, it's the Petri dish of humanity. <laughs> For sure. There's no way you can come here from any place in the world and not find a community. Uh, Got it. You take the train downtown, you're in Chinatown. You take it to Spanish Harlem and everybody speaks Spanish. You know, it's it's uh, that beauty of New York, the diversity is the strongest point of the city. So, you know, it's it's only up to you, actually, if you need to find, if you have that yearning for community, New York is definitely the place to find it because it's it's out there for you to take. And how can people reach you when and when's your episode? Uh, well, I think the episodes. Uh, I think the episode, uh, the Shades of Blue episode, is uh, number twelve, and it should. They told me it should come out around January, late January, February. Um, so keep your eyes peaked because I'll be there in the total of two seconds or three. Um, I really don't know how long, but um, yeah. As far as reaching out, I'm, I'm not big on social media yet. I don't think that. Uh, I've reached a point in my career that that can actually uh, help me with the job. So it's uh, Facebook for now and Instagram. <laughs> Do you have any other projects going on right now, either that you're writing or acting in or producing? Well, yeah. Um, I, I've been working on this web series with uh, this great guy since uh, almost two years ago. Uh, his name is Randy Wilkins. He works constantly with Spike Lee and uh espn he just uh, released a 30 by 30 short this is his baby his project and we've been working on it for the past few years it's all it's completely wrapped uh we did some adr and post-production on it so anytime now it's going to come out either on uh to download or just free for the public it's a web series and it's it's going to be really cool it's um it's definitely the most most immersive thing I've done so far, so I'm really excited for everyone to see it. Uh, oh, cool. it's called uh, Docket Three Two Three Five Seven, and it's uh, the second season. It's season two. And people can find that on YouTube, or is it going to be on Vimeo? Um, yeah. Well, uh, right now they're in the process of of marketing it and and having it, uh, trying to sell it. Uh, but for for sure, it's gonna be on Vimeo. Uh, season one is on Vimeo right now, and in the uh, series webpage, it's uh, docket, like a uh, you know law docket, mm-hmm. and uh, three two three five seven. You can definitely find it online. Dope man, Mr. Leon. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. Um, pleasure best with of you, luck bro. with that. Yeah, man. Um, we'll hang out pretty soon, man. You live in the same. You, you live in the hood, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's hang out, man. <laughs> we'll see each other for you know? sure. For sure, for sure. All right, man. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for your time. All right, no problem. Call. All right. All right. Take care. That's it for this episode of the Creation Ground. I'm your host, Aaron Lloyd. Be sure to check out our Instagram for future and previous guest info, and check out our YouTube channel in the show notes below. Email us with any suggestions at thecreationgrounds at gmail.com. And if you got something out of this, I'd really appreciate if you spread the word and the love. Until next time, this is Aaron Lloyd telling you that the sky is the limit. Stay creative.